Welcome to the RSN Wrestling Podcast. This is the Mastermind, the F and RSN Wrestling Podcast. This is our shoot edition. On the other line, we got we got Rich, the big guy. What's up, guys? So, what time? Uh, like, what time is the pay per view? This is Money in the Bank season, right? Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say. I mean, we we haven't done a podcast. Been quite a while. The last one was what Mania, right? Yeah. It's Mania, so we haven't done anything pre. I guess this is post and pre. Uh, I guess the the shakeup and stuff like that. Yeah. So a lot of stuff's been happening. But I think one thing we can say is that there's always right, and it's in the form of a certain website, right? Yeah. Yep. And we're talking, of course, about. Uh, something you know, of course, you know, we're a three man group right here, so this is not just, just me and, and Rich. We also got another co owner of the Arsenal Wrestling Podcast, who? Nick, who, who runs the show. Who? 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 The, the, the Nick Lopez, the this is uh Nick Lopez of PWO Pro Wrestling Opinion. He runs his own website. Basically, what it is, it's not just any website, it's basically just going ahead and going through all the things the going on wrestling. Wrestling yeah, website, I mean, it, this is in the this is a kind of stuff you watch, you know, you be, be reading you the freaking um, articles and stuff like that in Mike class. Johnson. Yeah, I was like, yeah. This isn't, uh, you know, one of these bullshit former writers that complain about, you know, ratings and stuff. Like, no, nah, no, nah, like, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. This is just, like I said, especially now in, in the era of quote-unquote fake news articles and all that stuff. It's totally not like that. I always talk about this, you know, sitting in class, bored as hell. And what do I do? I just open up a processing opinion and get up to date minute. Podcast, we talk about all this stuff going on and every. Everybody's trying to get ready for, or what did they call the shakeup, right? Right, and I mean the shakeup, pretty like I said again. On, you know, of course we could talk about all this other stuff too going on. Another rumored about the whole sands of time thing, basically another or what they call the Saudi Super Show going on. But basically in this podcast today, we're gonna kind of do a shoot, a deep dive of what's going on in wrestling, mainly. Big pay coming up. We always talk about this is probably this is debated as probably like uh wouldn't you say it's like a big four pay per view, but now it's like a big five pay per view, wouldn't you say? Yeah. It used to be big five with King of the Ring, but right. they took that away what ten years ago, maybe a little less. So right. yeah, you consider money in the bank as one of the big ones now. Yeah, money in the bank. So this is where of course everybody knows the ladder spots and all that stuff. Unpredictable, sometimes predictable. We'll see what happens. But we're going to basically go ahead and preview this event, talk about all the stuff that's hop- hope that happened after Postmania, after that, what's going on from there, and all sort of stuff. I mean, I, like you tell me, Rich, where do you think we should start with this? I mean, this card, what do you think about this whole buildup with the money in the bank and everything following WrestleMania? To be honest, it kind of seemed like most of this card was thrown together. That's right. I mean, it does. Yeah, I agree. Wrong, it does look like a pretty stacked card 
but most of these matches seem like they were just thrown together. Which we'll yeah. get into it most in these a matches- few moments when we start at the pre-show and work our way up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can. I mean, I think again, I kind of had the same feel. Of course, we'll talk about this probably later on. But there's a lot of uh, chaos going on behind WWE and all this stuff. Specifically well, now, now we'll that they're getting money from this. We'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of interesting. There's a lot of this. This whole card seems like it was just thrown together last minute, and they're like, okay, you know, this is what it is. You know, okay, that didn't put, pay much mind. Yeah, okay, didn't pay much. People will watch. Yeah, yeah, and so it's just you know same the, exact thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, so I guess we'll start from pre-show. Yeah. Up. The first match on the pre-show, which is the only match on the pre-show, it looks like Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus the Usos. Uh, how we're gonna do the predictions? Sal will read off the yeah. prediction that Nick gave us. I'll mm-hmm. do mine. I'm Peter, you know. And. Sal will do his. There's going to be no real explanations because we have a lot to cover in a mm-hmm. short amount of time. That's so right. There's going to be answers, and that's it. So, well, what did Nick say? Or what did you uh, say? You don't have the results pulled up for him? I think, let me see right here one sec. It's kind of interesting. Again, folks, it's okay. prowrestlingopinion.com. He actually has his whole now, hold on. So one second, let me see right here. Where's this guy? Where's the guy? One sec. And of course, I mean, looking at this whole car, there's a lot of different things going on. So we can kind of say, you know, there's so much stuff going on. Um, I'd say, let's see, one sec. Well, you talk about the first match. I mean, looking at this, this is kind of interesting. It's kind of like, you know, they're putting this all thrown together. The the whole SmackDown division's all you know taken out and everything. Basically, there's no like you know good tag team and stuff like that. They kind of raided basically SmackDown's tag team division. The bar split up and all stuff, and you know a lot of you know different things are going on and stuff. You know, I'm trying to see what it is. I got his predictions. Yeah, I got it already. He picked Brian and Rowan. Brian and Rowan to go over against the Usos. I mean, if you look at this whole thing, I mean. Yeah, looking at the Usos and stuff like that, they recently just went to Raw. This was he having this program with the Revival. It doesn't make sense kind of thing. Again, we'll talk about this too with the wild card rule. This is all stemming from the wild card, the, the bullshit superstar shakeup that we're going to talk about later. There's a lot of different things, but I think this match, yeah, I think for me, it's probably going to be the Brian and, uh, what you call it, um, Brian and Rowan. I pick Usos just for the fact it's not a tag title match. That's right. Uh, next match. Well, Usos just Tony Nice versus Davari for the cruiserweight title. Uh, Nick pick man. I, I was gonna say Nick I, pick yeah. Tony Nice. Tony. I think yeah. I haven't paid much attention to 205 Live. But I mean, I can just say I think probably Nice Tony Nice. You know, as kind of like the face because looking at what's going on with you know Buddy Murphy, they haven't had him on TV for a while and all that stuff. Most likely to try and set up something, so you never know. But I think probably it's going to be um, Tony needs going over too. Also, uh, next match, yeah. Devari needs more. Yeah, than he those. does. He's he is talented though. Yeah. Hey, he's he's getting there. Uh, he's getting there. Next match: Samoa Joe versus Mysterio for the U.S. title. Nick picked Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. 
I mean, it's interesting kind of thing what they're doing now. They brought in Dominic into the storyline, so it's kind of interesting because if you think about it, we go back way, like maybe 10 years ago, Eddie Guerrero, you know, that whole angle, the whole custody thing and everything like that. That was almost interesting storyline. Story yeah, yeah, it's bizarre. It's like, damn, man. And this guy, like, he made his return. And Dominic, you know, technically WWE, you know, he was he was a little kid that time. Now he's actually back on WWE program. Which is kind of I'd say Rey Mysterio. Dominic yeah. fucking I think Rey Mysterio is going to go off. Yeah, he's he's pretty. Yeah, and he's gonna he's from Landstorm School, so you gotta say you know it's gonna be something big with this guy. Hopefully they don't you know yeah. fuck him up you know with this whole gang and everything. My prediction, up. but you know of course if you're like someone WWE, you'll be going. My prediction, I gotta go with my boy Joe. Oh, nah, nah, man. I mean Rey Mysterio. I think at this point he needs that U.S. title in order to become a Grand Slam champ. So I think this is the time. Uh, next match. Next match. Kofi versus Owens for the WWE title. Uh, where did Nick put? He put Kofi. Where did Nick put? Kofi. Kofi retaining. I've I think now that they added Sami Zayn. Yeah. I think when they added Sami Zayn to this. Yeah, I think KO too. I'm thinking KO also, you know. Got to worry about my, with my boy KO. Uh, next match. Miz versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage. Nick puts Miz. Miz. I think Shane, just to kind of build up this whole thing, it seems like they're trying to have the Miz be like this new star. So they're trying to have him become like this favorite. So I guess I think Mish, I think uh, Shane's going to go over, I think. I say Shane with the help of one of his people that he's aligning himself with. Right, right. Kind of like a like a shenanigans. So I think it's gonna be like a result of shenanigans. Maybe someone comes out, B team comes out, screws Miz and all this stuff. So you never Probably. know. We might see that. Yeah. Which might next lead match to a future match at the next pay per view stomping grounds, Team Miz versus Team yeah. Shane. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, couldn't you know? Never, you never know. Couldn't see, always. Because yeah. how long has this been built up for? A couple months now, right? Since Rumble. Since the Rumble, yeah. I can see this being a very long storyline, and it will not be a boring storyline, to be honest. Yeah, I think and it's true, and I think it's also like if you add his dad into it and everything like that, the whole social media, like yeah. you know, that's uh, why I can hold this. Yeah, you know, this storyline is not boring. Yeah, it's not. It's not, and I think it's it's going for a certain direction to build up Miz as probably like a fan favorite. So I think yeah. it might work, Dom. Never know. Next match: the man Becky Lynch. Versus Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Title. Oh, uh, this Nick put Charlotte for this match. Yeah, I'd say I agree. I think Charlotte's probably going to go over because simply because of the fact she's fighting two times in this night, and I think the only thing that you know would, would make sense is for Charlotte Flair to win. I mean, of course, she's trying to follow like with her dad and everything, being a 16-time World Champ. Why not Flair be a 16-time Women's Champ? So you know, I'd say go ahead. You know, I see. Becky winning this match. And Becky. I'll explain why later. Yeah. Uh, next match. Roman versus Elias. He puts Elias. Wow. Nick going with the, the underdog in this one. Yeah, it's the next match. Natalia versus Dana Brooke versus Naomi versus Bailey versus Mandy Rose versus Ember Moon. Carmella versus Nikki Cross. 
obviously was talking about the women's money in the bank match. This match, I think, yeah, at this point, it's just, I think either either of the money in the bank matches, I'm just kind of like, you know what? The pool is large. I think whoever wins, wins. I'm just interested. Take my money. Here you go, WWE, you know? Do you want to know who Nick selected for this match? Who do you pick? Dana Brooke. Mm, so after months of frustration, it makes sense, yeah? See, me... I'm torn between two people for this match, to be honest. I'm stuck between... No, three people. I'm stuck between Mandy, Ember, and Nikki. In 100% honesty, I'm going Ember. Ember, really? I mean, I'd say this... For some Mm -hmm. reason, I could see them... Given Mandy the contract, just for the fact yeah. they're saying she's supposed to get a big push in 2019. And of course, but she said, I'm "I think." Going, Vince was a- but I'm going Ember. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm torn between Nikki Cross and Mandy Rose. So this is like this whole thing going on with, uh, like, of course, backstage, Vince is super high on Mandy Rose. I think also Nikki Cross is becoming like a project now. Basically, they're trying to have her in the spotlight now. So I think for sure, maybe you know, and she's that wild card. So you never know. If she wins that contract, she might cash in that night. She might cash in later. You never know. Whereas Mandy Rose is kind of like I think everybody has an idea who she'll catch, uh, who she'll cash in against. You know. So yeah, yeah. But next match, so, yeah. Sami Zayn versus Ricochet versus Drew McIntyre versus Baron Corbin versus Ali versus Finn versus Andrade versus Randy Orton. The men's Money in the Bank. This and is a for big. This match, Nick picked Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Mm. I agree. I think, well, Sami Zayn, I think, is a probably a good pick, especially with this whole gimmick of, you know, him being all self-righteous and everything. Uh, I, I'd say for me, Drew McIntyre. I really want Drew McIntyre to get over. I think everybody wants to see Drew McIntyre become champion already. Like, just give him the title. He deserves it. Like, especially after this whole thing. Like, if you look at his whole arc of his career, he started out with 3MB doing all that stuff, being a jobber. And then he started, you know, I mean, of course, he came in as the chosen one, went down that. And then the next thing you know, he left WWE, went to the Indies, you know, went everywhere. You know, went to Glasgow, did his own thing there, went to, you know, uh, you know, all the Yeah. He did all kinds of things. Became an Impact Champion, NXT, became NXT Champion. What kind of, like, you know, what what a arc would it be? He just went ahead and, you know, won running the bank. That'll put him in line to become world champ. And then, you know, it'll be a big, big comeback, you know, so. For me, it has to be Drew McIntyre. Um, my heart wants to go Andrade, just for the fact I love yeah. him. Yeah, he's so well. Yep. But realistically, Drew. Yeah. And I think there was something, some news going on about Andrade, which we'll talk about probably later on, with all the stuff going on with the, with the shakeup, Vince, and, you know, all the stuff. So we'll talk about that later on. But there's some stuff specifically interesting with Andrade, too, and all the stuff. Um, Rollins, but yeah, next match. Rollins versus AJ for the Universal. Nick selected Seth. In all honesty, I don't give a fuck who wins because this is going to be a match of the night. Yeah. In I think honesty, really. I don't care who wins this match. But yeah. if I had I to think pick, I would say Seth. Yeah. I think for me, it, it seems like this is going to be a match where something's going to happen. 
And I feel like something's going to be Bray Wyatt coming out. He's probably either going to attack Seth Rollins or he's going to attack AJ Styles. Then, you know, they can go either one of two ways. They can have someone cash in, bam, just change the title like that, change the whole picture. Or I think what they're going to do is just go ahead. I could also see Bray injuring probably Sammy and entering himself into Money in the Bank. Yeah, that would be pretty crazy, too. That's crazy. And then, I mean, especially now, like, WWE has a lot of, of, you know, faith in Bray, especially with this whole character he's going on. And that's all 100% him. So if they do something like that, that would be pretty interesting. I mean, they could they could easily do that with, like, Ali, let's say. Because I have, um, uh, what you call it, Elimination Chamber. And, you know, well, this is the same kind of thing with him. He was legit injured. And, I mean, they could add on to that and say, you know, he was supposed to be Money Bank. Oh, he got taken out. And supposedly there was rumors going on with Ali, Ali having to push, but that didn't happen. It said Kofi got yeah, that, that push. Was supposed to be the, so that was supposed to be the Kofi push that Ali was supposed to get. That's right. And I think we always talk about this. It's kind of like again, WWE. They don't have a continuum. They don't. They don't have like a, a canon. Meaning they don't have anything that falls along with storyline. So we'll talk about that later too, later on. But yeah, the and next match, the main event. Well, according right. to this main event, <laughs> Becky yep. versus Lacey. Man, this one, I think it's a similar situation. Maybe there might be, they might be setting up something with the bank ladder match. Becky wins. She wins both of her matches, let's say, and, you know, she retains both titles. But then someone cashes in. And then it's like, oh, that's why I picked, I'm picking Lacey for this one, which Nick picked uh, Becky for this one. I right. picked Lacey, but mm-hmm. I see the winner of the women's money in the bank cashing in on Lacey to start a feud. Yeah, so I could see could be. Mandy or Ember coming mm-hmm. over to Raw. That's right. I think it's true, and especially with this whole wild card thing and everything going on, like it's just you know, try to do this. It's you know, but if they're gonna do it, at least do it right. I think at this point, it's just. If you're going to go ahead and, you know, do this kind of stuff, just make it, a, you know, do away with the brand split if you're really that desperate. You know, I think that's what Vince really wants. And there's conflicting views. As a viewer and a member of the WWE Universe, what they should do, unify the universal title and whatever, this was it, the WWE Heavyweight title, unify yeah. both women's titles, unify both tag team titles. So you mm-hmm. technically have the IC title on Raw, the US title on SmackDown. No, reverse that, sorry. IC yeah. title on SmackDown, US title on Raw, and you have whoever has the heavyweight title, the women's title, and the tag team titles appear on both shows. Yeah. But I think it's also, again, I, 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 was, I was trying to think the same thing, but then I think it's also like, you know, they did the brand split in 2016. It really worked. And, you know, this whole separate pay-per-views really worked. And then it, it for like Super Survivor Series, like big pay-per-views like that in WrestleMania, it made a big difference. Because it was like, you know, added substance to the rivalries and everything and all that stuff. You know, like the team rivalries. Yeah, well, than, like, it's too much shit going on. Yeah. With the, I mean, I, uh, yeah. Superstar shake-up with now the addition of the wild card rule. It's too much shit going on. Yeah, I think it's also again. This is I think there's a lot of conflict. I think us as viewers, like as members, like you know, viewing this kind of product and everything like that, we can smell when there's a lot of conflict. 
I think we knew that from the PG era, like the days like 2008, 2014 or something like that, where they had a whole PG kind of stuff and everything like that. Everybody knew there was some conflict going on there. And there, and turn out there was going on conflict like that because the way that they booked everything, the way that everything was just the logic behind it didn't make any sense. And then people even complained about it. Like, especially now you have wrestlers coming out and saying all this stuff. Jericho always talks about this, you know, Bully Ray always talks about this. You know, when you're in WWE, there's no freedom. There's no strategic freedom. There's no, you know, leverage, nothing like that. If Vince says that's how it's going to be. To be honest, this could lead into our next topic, which is since you spoke of breaking out of jail, no freedom. Yeah. That, that Dean Ambrose, John Moxley pro, uh, promo that he did, he broke out of yeah. prison, which was mm-hmm. a symbol of him being released from WWE. WWE, right, right. Well, then, Moxley, what do you think about this? Do you think they're teasing him to go to AEW, or is it more just him just retiring from pro wrestling altogether? He's going to the Indies. The Indies. But I could see him making an appearance at double or nothing. Yeah, it could happen. I mean, again, looking at it, they're, they're teasing a lot of this. Like, speaking of, well, we can talk on a tangent about AEW, too, because this kind of goes hand-in-hand in hand with AEW. They talk about all this stuff. They have this whole, like, series and everything, promoting it. Recently, they got a TV deal, so they got TNT, which is kind of full circle if you think about it, because almost 17 years ago when, you know, the, the WCW closed its doors, of course, it was with Turner, Turner Broadcasting. Turner Broadcasting, after I said, we're not doing nothing with wrestling, we don't want nothing to do with it, AOL merged with them. That's the AOL said, we don't want nothing to do with wrestling. And then everybody thought, okay, that's it. That's the end of an era. TNA tried to do that shit a couple of times. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's smart for them. I think it's smart that they're going on TNT, big network. At the same time, also, like, they're, they're, they're being smart about it, which is very, very good with them. Because now they're like, we're not competing with WWE. We're not going to touch that Monday slot. We're not going to touch that Friday slot. We're not going to bother. So smart by Tuesday, and that's it. Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, I think it's, again, it's a smart move by them. But I think also being that WWE and this whole Fox deal, it's interesting. Never going on. No, Thursday, sorry. Yeah. I think as fans, we're probably like more excited about this than anything because we're kind of looking at it going, holy shit, this is actually going to change. This is like, and Jericho even said this, you'll never see, you'll probably never see this again. And it probably has never happened before. Honestly, because it's like, you I mean, if you look at it, have you seen that roster? South and uh causing a lot of chaos. Of course, there's reports that Triple H was pissed off and all that stuff um, and all this other stuff, you know? So I think it's also a big, big thing right now with WWE really trying to um, get a grasp on everything. But really, at the same time, it's also Vince's ego coming and saying, nope, this is my way or the highway. And I think there was also reports talking about this where writers were on the phone with some person and they were like, oh, you know, 
there's, you know, all the stuff is going on and everything, you know? So that's a really, really big kind of deal. At the same time, it's kind of saying, okay, where's the direction for this company now? Is Vince really scared? Or is that stuff? Or, you know, a company? And, you know, it's, it's again, really, really kind of like a big, big, it's a thing that you don't see in WWE constantly. It's always like the same exact deal where it's like, holy shit, this is actually causing some kind of turmoil here because the ratings have been low and all that stuff. And it's causing a lot of heat, of course. You know, as fans, we cannot see that and go, holy shit, what the hell's going on? And all that stuff. Yeah, for real. To be honest. Like, uh, one, one thing that really shocked me was they were saying that Andrade wasn't being pushed. And Vince told him, he's like, go speak some English. Which kind of got me going, whoa, that's some racist bullshit. Like, this guy just went into other shit. As everyone knows, the guy's fucking amazing. Yeah, he's a fucking talent. Crazy. And then it's like, you just Uh, say that. Where was he from? Was he from CMLL or AAA? I think he's from CMLL. Yeah, he was in, uh, I think he computed all over Latin America. I think all over. So he was in, I I think, was it? I can't remember what company he came from. I I know those are the two big ones he used to be affiliated with. Right. He was in, I think, AAA. No, he was in CMLL under the name La Sombra, I think. Yeah. And then after uh, that, he kind you of know who went to cover those companies. Really? I wonder who. Someone that we know quite know well. Someone I think, yes, we know very, very well. I think he actually owns a website, right? Yeah. But not uh, just any website. He's the N in RSN. Yeah, I think it's what the right the the not just any Nick Lopez, the Nick Lopez. Yeah, because you could look up the name Nick Lopez on Google, Facebook, which yeah. check us out on Facebook at RSN Podcast. You could also yeah. check us out on Twitter, RSN Podcast, Instagram yeah. at RSN Podcast. But the site we're talking about is ProWrestlingOpinion dot com. That's right. You're welcome, Nick. Let's talk about that. And AEW is coming soon, so just stay on the line. Maybe you might see AEW on that on there oh, no, too. No, you no. Know? It's not a you might. It's a you will. You will. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so 